0: Hello,
1: I'm Mark Tucker. And I'm Alan Furstenberg. Welcome to Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. Hey, Alan, how's it been? Busy. Back to coding, more or less. (laughs) So uh, yeah, I
0: had last week was not a good coding week. This week is a little better coding week.
1: Well, hopefully, yeah. There's there's always challenges. There's you know lots of different um, hats we wear, so to speak. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's design. Sometimes it's uh, administration of systems. Sometimes it's architecture. Uh, you know, design. All kinds of different things. Lots, lots and, of it, but
0: we're developers. We're...
1: <laughs> we're definitely developers at heart. So when we get into you know kind of the flow, or get to get into the flow and not be interrupted by uh, too many things, then uh, that's always uh, a good day and a good week.
0: Interrupted by things is is actually a funny way to put this um, because that that's kind of what I was thinking about talking about this week was what happens when the conversation gets interrupted. You know, we we always like you know designers love talking about the happy path. Yes. Well, what happens when we fall off the happy path?
1: Oh, are you hinting at fallback intents?
0: I'm hinting at fallback intents and
1: error recovery and. And fun stuff like that. That's that's a good topic. Let's let's dive into that.
0: And and speaking of, of error recovery, for those that may be watching, we seem to
1: have some video problems. Uh, so uh,
0: if if Mark looks a little more stiff than usual, um, <laughs> it's it's not him. <laughs> so yeah, um, fallback intents are, are always interesting. You know when when Google first launched using Dialogflow, there was, there's this very concrete fallback intent that kind of covered a host of cases. And I think a lot of people didn't really get the best way to use it, or weren't really thinking about what it could be used for. Um, And then the Google's kind of changed how fallback intents work a little bit over the years. So those have, have introduced some challenges. So so, what are
1: fallback intents?
0: So briefly speaking, fallback intents are it, it's what happens when you're not on the path when the user says something that you don't expect at all that you have nothing you're not prepared for at it all it's a, it's kind of like the intent of last resort is how I think of it when when nothing matched, you hit the fallback intent
1: so so the um, the action or the skill or capsule is only as good as understanding what the user is saying that, you know, based on what they've been trained, right. To, right. to understand. So if you're, you know, uh, I, I, I always test this when I'm going through and I get to a certain point and I say like pizza jumps over the rainbow or some weird thing, right. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know, just. Then, then it's like not something that nobody is going to say, but it's like um I just think of some like nonsense phrases and I test to see what happens and that point.
0: Right. It's it's like when you're you're using a graphical program and you just start clicking outside the box just oh, to yeah, see what it does, fun. or you know, you try to to drag things where they're not supposed to belong, or mm-hmm. you know, do things that you know you're not allowed to do except in the voice case you don't always know that it's what you're not allowed to do that's that's
1: one of the tricky bits when it comes to voice yeah so so that's fallback intent and i think we'll and we'll we'll talk about that definitely something else that's interesting um i've been using uh, uh, jovo quite a bit and Sometimes I'm in a certain context where I want to constrain what intents I'm a, I'm allowing. Now that's not really strictly a fallback intent. It's just that some intent that I want to say or typically say, like if I'm asking something um, and the answer is not yes or no, but that's one of my intents that's listed uh, globally as all the different intents that I have. I might want to not handle yes no and have that treated similarly. To them saying something that's just you know gibberish or not intended, um, and that's uh, in, in the Jovo world, that is is termed as unhandled. Hmm. So it's it's a little bit different. It's like I I know what to do on this, but you you're purposely not handling it um, specifically, and so I want it to. I want to handle it more generally when it doesn't fit one of the ones I one of the intents I've specifically said to handle.
0: That's interesting. So why don't you talk a little bit more about how Jovo handles it? And then I also want to talk about how Action Builder handles it and kind of a general, generally okay. how I think about intent. So, why don't you talk a little bit about how Jovo addresses the issue?
1: Okay, yeah. So, um, you know, you can uh, specify a fallback intent, and since Jovo's cross-platform, you can map that to the you know Amazon fallback intent or to the fallback intent that's um, being used for um, you know Action Builder behind the scenes. Um, but, you know, in that fallback intent, then you can do things like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't understand what you said. Or, you know, can you please say that again? Or, um, you know, if you're and Jovo also has this concept of state. So I'm like, maybe I'm listing a menu uh, and there's certain, certain items like two or three items that you can specifically do on this menu, then you um, you might also handle the fallback in that context and say, if they say something that's not handled, you can be more specific in your guidance instead of like, sorry, I can't hear what you're saying. What do you, what do you want to do? You're like, oh, I already know I'm in the context of menu. And it's like, oh, make sure that you select uh, you know, an item from the menu or you can do A, B and C, which would you like? Um, so, you know, there's a way to handle fallback kind of at the global level and then within a specific state um similarly with unhandled there's there could be something um you know typically things are handled at the global level but there might be some cases where you're at a specific state and you've got intents that work there but you don't want to handle them at the outer level and so mm-hmm. you might have an unhandled there and just and that's that might be more uh, specific like uh you know, you can do this instead of like, I don't understand what you're saying, say it again. It's like, oh, these are the things that you can do right here. Um, and so then you can, inside of each state, you can also have a fallback and an unhandled. Sometimes I remap it to the same thing. So like if I'm saying something, maybe I have a summary or something that's more detailed and I ask a prompt. And then when I handle the um, handle unhandled or the fallback, I just go just back to the prompt part and I re-say the prompt. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but then you might also want to keep a counter of how many times that's happened and, and like gracefully bow out after two or two or three times, or say, get more specific in what your, your guidance is, um, to help them through that part of the, of the flow.
0: Now Now, we've talked about counters in the past, if I remember correctly. Yes. Um, And again, you know, we talked about how Jovo encounters and how multivocal encounters and how they were similar but different in some ways. Action Builder does something similar. So one of the the features of Action Builder is that everything takes place in a scene. And that scene represents to some extent your state. Yep. So in a scene, you can list the intents that are active in that scene. There are also global intents, which could be, act, which are, Active globally. Um, And then in a scene and globally, there are two special types of intents. One are the no match intents, and the other are the no input intents. And these are special cases where, kind of as it implies, no match is similar to a fallback where the user said something and you don't know how to deal with it. And no input is kind of a special case of no match where it didn't hear anything. So if the user is just either sitting there or the user has wandered away, you might want to deal with that differently than how you handle if they did say something, but you didn't get it.
1: Well, that's um, interesting. So that's similar to like how um, Alexa has, that, has a reprompt. So if you don't say something for seven seconds, it will do a reprompt. And then if they don't say something for seven more seconds, then then the session ends.
0: Right. In this case, it's only valid on speakers. Everything else just kind of turns off the microphone and waits for you to do something again. So it's it's of limited use, um, but it's an interesting element that's there. The other interesting thing is that Action Builder also keeps count itself. So it actually has, of the the intent it's actually has an intent called no match one no match two no match final and you can set each of them to behave slightly differently you know so the first Mm -hmm. time you could just say that's not what i'm looking i didn't understand you and then maybe the second time you'll say i'm not sure i heard you you can do this this or this and then the third time say we're having some problems today why don't you come back later and automatically on the third time, it yeah. will always close.
1: Yeah, now- so that's good because otherwise you get kind of get stuck in this loop of you say something and they' like you can you know what would you like to do? You can do this and this. What would you like to do? And they oh, right. like, and that's like no, you can do so a way I'll, another way that I have I handle that type of scenario is that I handle cancel intent. So you can say cancel or or even like go back um, for previous or things like that, and I handle those whenever I'm in a state, then I handle that as a way to break out of the state.
0: Oh, that makes and, then, sense.
1: and then I also handle like a restart or start over. Yeah. Um, and what's it interesting that you can do on uh, Joe as well is that you can specify an intent at the global level. And then you, in a configuration file, you can say, um, oh, I forget what, exactly what the, the terminology is, but it's like something about listing um, unhandled um, handlers and so what that means is that um, if you're in a state and you hit one of these handlers and it's not defined instead of going to the unhandled that's in your current state it will go back out to the global level and call the intent specifically there so um, and then that case I can do a start over and so there's always a way to this break like out a, of that that cycle.
0: This sounds like it's a good way to, to to force change the state, no matter what state you're in. Yeah, I do. Uh, I've done some of that with multivocal and with action builder for help. So, for example, mm-hmm. at you know you want to help is the sort of thing that you want on a global level. You don't want to have to specifically code in each state right. the help command. You want that globally available, but you also want to be able to return back to the, the, the scene that you were in and you want your help to be contact sensitive. So, you know, if, if I'm in a scene where I'm listing something mm-hmm. that's different than when I'm in a scene that is asking for something. And in each case, I, I want to give the correct help
1: Right. for, for that scene. Yeah, so that's so good, yeah. Cause I could, at the global level, I could have a help um, intent and then only in those states that i want to have something that's more context sensitive then i redefine help in that context so when you say help if it's got help up in that state it says that it's very more you know very context sensitive if you don't then it says the more general help but it doesn't it doesn't push you out to the global level
0: mm-hmm.
1: it just says the the general help but you're still in the context of the state and then you can continue on with doing what you're doing inside of that state so one of the
0: things that I always like to think about when I help people with intents, and this was a, a problem that I first saw with Dialogue Flow was that people always associated an intent with an action. You know, if you, you know, that, that this abstract notion of the things that we say should directly tie to what we do with it. And I like to point out, that's not what an intent is. All an intent represents is what we have said. Yeah. And in the same way, the fallback intent represents the fact that we didn't understand what you said. How you handle a fallback intent may be different in every case.
1: Yeah.
0: So, you know, if, if I've just started you out, if we're, you know, I just welcomed you and I don't understand what you say, I will handle that one way. Whereas if we're deep in the, the skill or action, and I'm giving you, you know, the results of your shopping list, and I don't understand what you say, I may prompt you differently. Yep. And that's and important to understand. And, you know, I, I think that's an important concept that most people really need to wrap their heads around is that, you know,
1: yes is an intent. What are you saying yes to? Yes has no, no meaning outside of a context. Yeah, because right. you could ask what question, you know, it could be like, would you like to delete all of your orders? <laughs> yes. Versus, you know, would you like to continue or, or would you like to learn more? Yes. yes. So there's, right. there's, yeah. So one- it's,
0: al- it's always important to remember that any intent that we process has to be processed in, in a context.
1: Yeah. Which is different than even, and this is the, you know, this is a different slot type but like my favorite music group is yes. (laughs) And (laughs) Now we're getting into problems with Alexis
0: representational language model.
1: (laughs) That is definitely true. (laughs) Something else we, you know, we've talked about unhandled and we've talked about um, fallback. But there might be a case where your skill or action doesn't do something, but you still want to define an intent for that. Um, You know, for example, you might want to gather, or you know, like maybe a future version is going to do something, but you don't. um, You know, it's it's not available yet, and you want to start gathering some statistics as far as how many times that intent gets hit to see. Oh, um, out of these five intents that we've that we've got defined, but we don't have coded and, and, you know, by don't have coded, it means code them as if it was a fallback intent. Yep. You, you can still gather statistics on the number of times that people have said the intent. And if they have slot types, you can start gathering information about the types of things that people have asked. So then maybe, you know, it's like, um, how do you do such and such? And maybe this, you know, the such and such is a slot and you start gathering like, Oh, people are asking to, um, about such and such, you know, whatever that thing is. And then, so then you start like, Oh, lots of people are asking about this thing. Maybe that's the next feature that we need to incorporate. And then you start, you actually implement that intent to, you know, give a response or, you know, start doing whatever it is, but it's kind of like, um, um, kind of hidden, you know, secret intents that are are there. That when people say it, th- th- from from you know from their perspective, it's handled the same way as a fallback intent. But really, it's there to to start gathering information.
0: And and that's important. Uh, that's especially important on the Alexa side mm-hmm. because you never see when fallback intents get triggered, do you?
1: Well, there is, there's kind of a way that you can, um, so you, you can get, um, so you do get handled, the fallback intent and you could add analytics to the fallback intent to, you know, get additional information. Um, but you don't really know, you just know that the fallback intent happened. You don't know, you don't know what they said. Yeah. Right. And so, but there is, there are some like anonymous statistics, like if there's at least 10 people in a month that um, that hit a fallback intent with a certain type of, like certain phrase, then you start getting hints in the developer console of, oh, these are some things that that, you know, triggered the fallback intent. So then you can start updating the language model to handle those situations. But yeah, you don't know what people said unless this anal- analytics kicks in and you get to start seeing some of those phrases. And then you know, they've got improvements now where you can make language model changes and get those things deployed really quickly as opposed to going through a full certification cycle. Yep. So, um, so that's where you start iterating on the intent model. So
0: that's really interesting. And, and as we've discussed before on the Google side, you do get the entire phrase every mm-hmm. time. So you know exactly what the, the user has said. One of the interesting issues though is there are cases where you don't. And these are cases where the user has said something, it would trigger either the, the fallback intent on dialogue flow or a no-match in Action Builder. And the phrase is something that Google knows how to handle. So, and you and I ran into this a while ago, your right. your favorite phrase, your favorite test phrase, pizza. Um, if you said that, and it would have hit the no match, Google goes, well, I can tell you about pizza joints and it tells you your, your closest pizza
1: parlor. So it jumps out of the, the three P experience into the one P experience exactly. to be really helpful. Um, and,
0: and there are a lot of, I mean, it makes sense in some cases, what we have been yeah. seeing, we've been seeing a lot of no match or fallback intents with questions like what's the weather? or what time is it? And these are questions that the first party experience can answer, but obviously we can't, Yeah. unless you're a weather action. But, you know, so it didn't make sense for us to even try. And the only thing we could say is, you wanna quit and ask that question again. So in that way, it does make sense, but it does mean that there are sometimes things that people can say Maybe accidentally or maybe not well understood, that you wanted to hear. And there are there's a, a workaround to deal with that. So that instead of dealing with no match for a lot of my actions now, I build a an intent that matches everything. And you know, this this match everything is the last possible again, it's the intent of last <laughs> resort. Yeah. Um, and I treat it like it's a, a fallback or a no match intent. Just I can't use that mechanism because otherwise Google will will listen for it.
1: Oh, well, that's interesting. That That's also, um, I've had this situation, like I was uh, developing a uh, an Alexa skill that, that was doing the audio player. And audio player is weird because when you're doing Alexa skill that does audio player, you're in the skill. And then when you start the audio player, you're not in the skill anymore. It actually closes down and you're in the like... One P audio player, but it's playing content that you provided, and And you
0: get you get event callbacks every so often, but it doesn't have to to add the next item in
1: the playlist or or whatever. And then you can say stop, and then that actually loads the skill back up, a a brand new instance uh, session of the skill. Um, So then there's different times that people got confused, and they were saying like, "Open the name of the skill again." And so we ended up having an intent that was open, you know, the name of the skill, so that if somebody was in the, <laughs> in the skill and, and tried to open it, then we can we could we just like, um, you know, just just go back on in, into a a flow that that made sense. Um, I've also seen people that have handled things like um, what's the weather or some well known things that you would say to the one P experience. And then, you know, sometimes they um, say, Oh, you know, we can't, sorry, you know, we, we can't handle the weather or sometimes, you know, depending on what the, the skill uh, was, this one was kind of like a, a, a funny snarky skill. Then it would say like, you know, what are you asking me about the, the weather? I don't know. You know, right. Yeah. Something that was in the, in the, in the character of the, of the skill or something, uh, I, I think they, you know, made sure they understood that it was like, you know, well, you're asking, you know, XYZ skill for yeah. such and such. That's not something I really handled, but that's a good question. Maybe you should, you know, uh, or something. So they they still, they didn't like break out of the skill um, experience, but kind of like kept them in it uh, in a way that kind of, um, you know, put them back right into a place where they could keep going if they wanted to. Obviously, they could exit the skill. It's not like we're stopping right. them from exiting the skill, but it would stop them from accidentally leaving the skill in cases where they were saying something that, that kind of hijacked the, uh, the experience.
0: The experience, yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, I think, and it's funny, you know, you'd think something simple like, how do you handle when you fall off the, the path? <laughs> Should yeah. be simple, and yet we've been talking now about it. You know, there are a bunch of different approaches and solutions. Um, and as always, it you know, depends on what your conversation designer wants, you know, and, uh, but here, yeah. here are the things that we have in our tool chest to handle it.
1: Yeah, it, there's definitely um, been some fun, kind of some unexpected things. Um, you know, these are some you know, kind of tips and tricks that we've uncovered over the, the, the years that we've been doing it. Um, I'm sure we don't know them all. Um, so if you've got some other little interesting ticker uh, tip or trick um, to handle what would be a fallback or a kind of a communication situation where it's not the happy path, we would love to, to hear what you have to say. So
0: as always, you can find us on Twitter, find us on LinkedIn, find us at Voice Lunch. We'd love your feedback and we'd love to share it another time on Two Voice devs.
1: Two voice devs. Take care, Alan.